Help! Willow, help! Welcome back to help! Help! You stink. Okay. Welcome back to Barely D and D. No, the only wait, that's not fair. You gotta now. jump in. Welcome back and to Barely D and D. Your friendly I'm neighborhood, sort of Dungeons and Dragons at Mike podcast. Until she stops talking. And and <laughs> this is what and it was like to be a youngest I'm sibling. Throw some okay, more dice. if you are a Listener, youngest sibling, you tell which Lady, you're gonna run out of dice. I have lots of dice because you're gonna give me all your dice. And Landon, you have problem. seven dice. That's true. I am. Notice how I went quiet. Michael, what? Okay. Welcome back. This is Barely D and D, your sort of Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We are glad to have you back. Clearly, Landon is back with us on the microphone. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Clearly. Um, what do you mean? Uh, and we also we're still just missing Jackie because she's a nerd. But um, otherwise, we've got you a letter for today's Jackie. episode. We miss you, Jackie. So letter. Could we get the letter? Oh, she's sign languaging <laughs> it. Uh, if your character had <laughs> mumps. Uh, what would they do? What antibiotic did they take? Do you <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Hi. Uh, I just came up with this just now. <laughs> so, you know, every month of the year has a, like a birthstone and a flower associated ah. with it. If your character had a gemstone and a flower associated with them, what would they be? Okay. Bosnos. Bosnos. Who should the DM and PC be? The DM and PC should be Kaladra. Feminine, actually. Themnin and Kaladra. They're Thimnin couple and stone. They're couple stone and they're couple flower. Themnin. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Boz, what's yours? Uh, his would be petrified wood. And, yeah. And uh, his flower would be like a little bitty wildflower. Like he doesn't even know what it's called. And she's like out there. It's got some white petals and it stinks if you put it in a vase. Okay. What if you touch <laughs> it when it's not in a vase? Does it? It still smells want? bad, but you don't realize until you get into the confined space of your home and you just let it kind of smell up everything. You know, that really actually doesn't smell home. good. Huh? Like, what if you have a like big castle home? A big like castle. Like, if the home. king put it in his castle, would it probably stink not. up his space? Probably not, because he also probably has some Febreze in there. You know, what I imagine. You, what if you walked into like a field of them? So it's like a big space because it's outside, but also have you ever picked wildflowers and put them in a vase in your home? Craig, what's yours? Okay, Wh- what? <laughs> You caught me me looking at flowers, trying to think of the flower. Okay, sorry. Um, Just for the sake of it, I'm going to say Micah. (laughs) Anytime you give me a rock option, I'm going to choose that. People have not listed gemstones, and that's fine. What's the flower? (laughs) Oh, wait, what's a gemstone? Hey, don't work that hard, buddy. Petrified wood's not a gemstone, but you let me have it. I just said two people didn't list gemstones. What's your flower? Um, I'd say an Indian paintbrush. That's really sweet. And that does feel kind of craggy, and I don't know why. Yeah. Griba? Oh. Mm. oh. <laughs> Did I take it? That's what Greta was going to be. No. No, no, no. That's a good flower, though. Um, mm, I don't know any gemstones. Can you give me a list of gemstones so I can think a little more? Topaz, ruby, sapphire, pearl. That pearl's not a gemstone, but it is part of the... No, I believe, I believe pearl's a gemstone. Oh, maybe no. that's part of the... Because it's not a stone. We are the crystal gems. Paradise. I spelled gems. Twinkle eye. Agite. Pearl Albite. is a gemstone. Holy guacamole. Actinite. Twilight. Alexandrite. That's Kara's favorite. Alexandrite. Algodonite. Almadine garnet. Garnet. Amazonite. Amazonite? Sure. Amber. Amethyst. Ametrine. Amylite. An seam. Quicksilver. Anatase. No, that's that thing that... Grout. That's that... Undelusive. Grout. <laughs> <laughs> Andesine. Yeah? Anglicite. Coral. Girl, what are you going to do, bud? Appetite. Ooh, me. Appetite? That's me when I'm hungry. I got some of that right now. <laughs> Aquamarine. 
Can you Sky not? Marine. The Artisanal Marines. glass is in here for some reason. Frankincense. Myrrh. <laughs> Durr. <laughs> Judith, no. Judith, no. <laughs> Myrrh. Myrrh. <Azeroth. Durr. laughs> okay, okay. I need you to stop listing gemstones now. Obsidian. Bloodstone. I like bloodstone. I have one. I know it's actually similar to bloodstone. Is it called a heart? Stone. He's saying that I have a heart of stone. <laughs> so what's your thing, Greta? Black pearl? Mm. I think her flower. <laughs> Sorry. That was a weird noise. <laughs> Did you just skip the gemstone? <laughs> Doing a lot of thinking right now. This is a small <laughs> This is a small brain. Okay. <laughs> I think her flower would be a poppy. Mm. Opium. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You picked up my thought. Um, Copium for all the bad guys out there. I again have begun episode two with whiskey in my nose. How do you always do this to me? What the listener doesn't see is that Zachary is always, he actually never takes the cup down from his mouth. So anytime he's like, how did you do that? Well, it's because there's no, all... No, I just, I take a sip yeah, no, and then every time he, I take a sip, he does it while like, oh, he's talking too. Right now, <laughs> y'all can't hear it, but he's got the cup and he's actively drinking through it while he talks. I don't know how he does it. My gemstone is obsidian. <laughs> okay. Sore. Anyway, um, but we get to the end of the campaign like it, but that's and Greta's the big bad. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you all in my pocket. Um, okay, Thimnon. Uh, I'm going to say that Thimnon's gemstone... Is that his accent? No, it's definitely not. You know his voice. Small brain, Zachary! Okay, yes, ma'am. Uh, his gemstone, I think, would be... You have to say it in his voice. Thimnon's gemstone would be... You know, it probably would be bloodstone. That's probably what he would go with. It's edgy. Well, like he's a rogue, so with a couple levels of something else. But anyway, that's infuriating. And then, if he had a flower, it would probably be an orchid. Ooh, it's lovely, but hard to find. Not something you want to display openly. Unless you go to a gas station. Not a gas station. Never mind. It's not an orchid. Like <laughs> unless you go to like Tomba. <laughs> Or it's something that makes sense and works. So the episode, <laughs> <laughs> so you go to a gas um, station, boom, get wrecked, <laughs> get wrecked. Yeah, well, dude, I'm lucky you get one of those at Walmart. So. <laughs> Abby yeah, said, Abby said, um, actually, no, but probably, <laughs> but probably not in this wonderful made-up world that you made. They don't have Walmart here. Allegedly, they have misogyny, but not Walmart. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> Nobody knows it's just provocative. Hmm. It's the crowd going. Anyway. Why is there misogyny? But no Walmart. Anyway. You could have picked misogyny or Walmart. This is the wrong <laughs> one. This is, um, I, I like this energy. <laughs> I'm not adding to it. We've been going for seven minutes I, now. We really have. Um, this is episode 70. <gasps> okay. Guys, we're in the 70s. This campaign is 30 episodes away from 100. Can we call it episode groovy, baby? Yes. Yes. That's um, better so this than. This is episode seven. If you want to take your notes and write that down with 70. your wee hands. Oh, okay. That was a violent twitch. Good job, buddy. Um, I need you to stop. So, 
It is. Who knows? What's the quote about creating an energy in the studio today? What is it? <laughs> All right. It's three um, o'clock somewhere. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's episode 70. Strings attached. Nope, 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 nope. I actually do want to stop landing. Abby, would you like to tell the class why there are strings in our perfectly great D&D episode? Greta's actually really into knitting. <gasps> I love knitting! Go get them, bud. <laughs> Don't grocery like that. It's a level 8 adventure. The date is the <laughs> Abby just wrote no on her paper and then turned a spiral up to me and pointed at it like quizzically like, what's that? <laughs> Inside check. Um, episode 70 of the Accidental Adventures, Strings Attached. The date is 3488 Peanut Butter Bjolkneth Excuse me, Bjalskond, B-Y-A-L-L, apostrophe. Hey, I know you love saying things <laughs> so many times. S-K-O-N-D, and it's the second. It's the second. Can you say it again? B-Y-A-L-L, apostrophe, S-K-O-N-D, two. Wow. And... We'll be, you know what, you're, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, Landon. Uh, what are you doing? I'm just waiting. You're messing, you're messing with me, man. You can't tell me, man. Is it your birthday, boss? Um, did we forget your birthday? Did we skip your birthday? No, I'm just joking. I don't know. Oh, okay. Legend. I don't know what my birthday is. I felt so guilty. Um, actually, I don't even know if they would use that date scale where you're from, but um, uh, it's the second to be all sconed. It, we're going to come in at, <laughs> sorry listeners, what you can't see is Abby just breathed uh, Red Bull real fast and now she's dying. Uh, is Bial stoned the 420 okay? day? And uh, we're going to come in at some point in the very early morning, but um, the day of the week, because we're going to start doing those now, <gasps> since five days have passed, it is five days past the fourth day of the week, so it will go Omnen, Bekon, Topep, Amek, and it's... Not him. It's uh, it's, uh, Malnek. Is that like so a Wednesday? It is. It is basically Wednesday. M a o n e c h. Can you spell it again, please? M a o n e c h. Malnek. Malnek. Oh, I feel you, Matt Mercer. So uh, it's the third day of the week. Y'all did that to me. You did that to me. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> didn't we have like Omnem or like something like that? And then <laughs> <laughs> That's a different vibe. I try so hard. I want to change my, my gemstone to, was it Toe Pop? Toe Pop? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you walk too far. No, Stupid what was it? Topop. I just started Topop. Who's your favorite K-pop band, Topop? <laughs> Zachary, what's the one that starts with the T? Topaz. Topaz. Topop. No, there's one in there that sounds like Topaz. What is it, Zachary? Can we play D&D? Can we move on from the question? Please tell Top me. Question? Topop. Or Topep. Topep. That's my new gemstone. Topep. I like that a lot. Okay, continue. Take it away. I think we left off with Boz having a serious conversation, Just so we should pick breaths, back up there. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah, but you should remember that I'm sleeping yeah. right. I'm sleeping on the bunk next to Rose, so that the necklace that she's wearing protects me from being scryed upon. 
I just think that you should remember that. <laughs> I forgot the name of the week. Dope up. Episode 73 <laughs> is attached. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Moisture. You feel a soft, cool dampness. It's not all around. Not like being submerged. It's very slight. Greta, you can feel it's at the back of your head, like it's in your hair. And you can feel a little bit of its cool slickness on your neck. You feel the soft heaviness of your cloaks. So there's none on your arms or your back. Whatever it is, it hasn't soaked through, but you can feel into your palms a cool dampness. And a little at the back of your heels. And you just feel cool and wet. Okay. <clears throat> I Am I laying down or standing up? Ugh. You feel the pull of gravity from behind you. Okay. You're, you're laying down on your back. You must be face up. Okay. Are my eyes closed? blink as your eyelids stutter and above you soft light very pale white almost a gray it's very dim if you weren't a gnome you wouldn't hardly be able to see in it so many shades of gray a thousand dapple across Dense cloud cover, softly moving, gentle. And there are dark lines all through them. Looks like you're looking upward at the lattice of some shattered window. They're all thicker at their edges, and they move toward thinner points as they come together. Just a thousand crisscrossing, snaking, winding branches. Barren tree branches. Thick, knotted, messy. The branches literally grow over and around each other, wrapping around as if grasping each other, like hands knotting together with all their fingers broken. You're looking up at canopy. But at the edges of it you can see the resumation of thick, dense, wide leaf cover. Broad. Obfuscating anything. The light is so very dim that you would suspect it to be a late evening? An early morning? Some time that the day has forgotten. And you were just there. And then just a complete 
consummate stillness. The only movement from the clouds above. Absolute quiet, not even a breeze. I'm <clears throat> gonna reach my right hand out. And I'm assuming it was laying like palm up. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna very slowly turn it over and feel what's beneath me. As your fingers <coughs> caress the earth below, soft, spongy, moss, small patch of it. Again, very softly damp, not soaked through. It's comfortable, relaxing even. At the edge of a fingertip, you can feel a little leaf litter. You're in a bed of moss. You know this to be common of the gray wood. Little patches of it that grow in sections of light that bleeds through the thick, dense canopy. What do I hear? Silence. A profound silence. I'm gonna sit up. There's a rustle of leaves parting and protesting as you arise and move them aside. Some are caught in your hair and flit, flip loosely around your shoulders. And as you sit up and look around you, you see it again. Your familiar home of decades. Beautiful. Uncomfortable Mm -hmm. to those who are looking for a more classic, picturesque nature, but gorgeous. It's peacefulness. That's what you always loved about this place. So far away from the progress and the hustle and the movement, the noise of cities. It's so still. All around you, as far as you can see, are trees. But not like other forests. Not densely packed. Not one brushing up against another, fighting, pushing each other away. The trees here are different. They twist. They writhe as they move upward. They pull into themselves at hard angles and push upward toward the sky. But the tallest of them, before they start branching into their wide canopies, is maybe 12 feet off the ground. They're low trees. The tallest of them at the highest of their canopy is maybe 30 feet tall. They don't grow tall. They don't reach fervently toward the sun to try and drink in its life. They grow thick, twisted trunks And soon off of the ground, they branch wildly outward into huge, 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 wide canopies of long serpentine branches that twist and careen and split like a river searching a landscape. And all of their branches grow together, interlocking like fingers, pulling grips tight toward each other, trying to keep the sky out. And many of them are full of thick, dark green leaves that block out almost all light above, leaving only small shafts of very dim sun or moonlight. Given the slight hues and tones of light that you can see above you, Tuilo and Tuila must be somewhere above, hinting at their presence behind the cloud cover. Mm. And otherwise you just see endless arrays of leaf litter with great distances between the trees, 
who seem satisfied to simply hold hands with each other, each easily 30 feet apart from one another, if not more, at spaces. They raise their trunks slightly off the ground as massive python-like roots dig and crush into the earth, moving and snaking back and forth into it, making oblong shapes and unevening the ground all around you, hard and thick. And it's just still and quiet. A peaceful evening. Is it all the same kind of tree? Yes. You remember them here. They're almost oppressive in their organization. They share no space. Mm-hmm. At the edges of the at, <laughs> at the edges of the gray wood, you know where to find um, larger stands and some diversity, some aspens, some poplars. But here in the heart of the gray wood, you know that it is only the iconic stone oaks. Mm. These trees with their soft gray color and rock hard structure. Mm. Their fibers like cords of metal and they have so little bark on them they look smoothed as if carved from stone. If they didn't have leaves you would think them to statues. Um, she's gonna, does she recognize, can she tell if this is a dream or or can she tell what's happening? Make an insight check. Feels like the world you know, Chip. Boz snorts and accidentally slaps someone with guidance in his sleep, but it's <laughs> My not staff great. falls over and just shines briefly into her consciousness. Craig is given guidance for no reason as he sleeps. <laughs> he stops snoring for a second. <laughs> 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 is that a poop? <laughs> <laughs> um, Red is going to stand up and... And walk over to one of the trees. Okay. You push yourself up on your arms out of the leaf litter, which falls to the ground. Were all the leaves you. on top of me? No, just underneath you. Okay. They stuck to your cloak as you stood. Yeah. In the moist earth, you walk over and you rub your fingers up against the trees you used to love to do. They're cold, gentle, mm-hmm. calming. You remember how you talked to them. How you enjoy their company. Can I reach one of the leaves? It's high up, but you jump to a low branch and you pull yourself up. You monkey a leg around and you sit up tall. You hook your arm around another one and pull and you climb and you climb and soon enough you're high up. High enough to reach out to one of their leaves. They're wide, circular, they reach a narrow spade-like point at their end, and you can pluck one off. Mm. They're thick, leathery, but soft at their edges, hard to tear. 
strong and dark. I... I'm, I'm just gonna hold it and, and just hold, like kind of work it in my hands for my moment for a moment and I start like rolling it one way and then unrolling it and rolling it another and, and kind of like falling into like a muscle memory of where I used to like sit in the trees and just play with the leaves for for a long time and I just kind of look look around at the branches around me find like a little V to kind of like a V in the branches to mm. rest my my back in and just kind of work the leaf over and over and over till it's soft as you need it in your hands yeah you begin to feel a bit of damp sticking moisture mm-hmm. at its edges as you finally begin to break through its skin and as you sit there doing whatever it is you're doing in the tree you hear a voice familiar to you long familiar well Greta would you come? Would you sit in your tree all the evening long? Or would you not come and learn? You recognize the voice and its owner. Huldan, your friend, one of your babes. She sits there on a stone with two others of your familiar coven. The Anna's hag you know so well hunched over, a swollen shoulder on her right side, twisted over, crunched inward to a concave chest, one smaller arm on the left side, a pale sickly gray skin, a black something growing out of her left arm into her forearm. One could call it moss, one could call it collagenous tissue, hard to say. Her face is larger on the right side, one bulbous, pale yellow, gray eye, dark black pupils, stringy black hair, a small branch of an oak growing out of her forehead. She has a dark cloak all about her. She's big, maybe seven feet tall Mm. when she stands up straight. But as she's hunched over, she never reaches more than five. And she sits there, hunched and huddled, over a stone in the middle. To her right, a wide grin full of twisted, wrongly set, broken teeth, gray and white with the foulest breath someone could imagine. A long, crooked nose, exaggerated, widened features, a few twigs sprouting out of the pointed chin like a terrible beard. Wide eyes, low and shallow, with deep grooves beneath them, large clumps of long, black, knotted, greasy hair, long limbs, Equal of height, but higher of stature as she hunches less. Fier, your other sister, your other babe, chimes in. Greta, won't you come? Please, we have more to show you, as you know. A third voice chimes in, jovially. Chikaja. She's the largest of the three. Only an inch taller than Huldan, but bigger. Wide shoulders, thick arms, a bulbous gut held and pinned tightly beneath 
a massive gray spotted stained torn cloak with a high hood. The tapetum lucidum of her eyes reflect light from some unseen source as the hood stretches down over her face and the shadow of her broad chin juts out from beneath, almost fang-like teeth protruding from a busted lip that always dribbles some sort of a dark liquid down her chin, plops wherever she goes, her small legs shifting beneath her with her long fingers. She butts in. Yes, Greta. Come now. Don't leave us without your bubbling presence. We're making something. Come join us. Needs her fingers through the air, gesturing you. I'm going to kind of make my way. I I put the leaf in my pocket. Okay. Um, and I'm going to kind of make my way down and I like monkey bar hang from one of the branches and just kind of drop down to my feet. And we'll, where am I in relation to them? Not far. When you were in the tree, you were about 60 feet away, but now that you're on the ground below it, 20. The D- distance shifts in the way of dreams. Cool. But you don't think That's twice great. of it. Um, They're all huddled around a rock. A large, wide slab. Or maybe it's a petrified base of a tree, Longshorn, fallen over. It's dull in color, hard to see in the dim light. But they've all got their hands wrapped around something they're playing with in the middle. You can't see it at this distance. Um... Okay. Um, bless you, my kid. Well said. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> Sorry. Bless Michael looked up and moved. <laughs> <laughs> um. I when I hear their voice or the first one's voice, I kind of like I catch my breath and I'm like, like close my eyes and I I didn't know it was coming, but it the minute I hear it, I'm like, yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, so I climb down from the tree and I, I look at them all. And okay. I, I say, hi, babes. Hello. Hello. Hello, Greta. We missed you. Come. The giant hand taps the ground next to them. Come close. We have more to teach you. What are you making? We're and making a doll. I take a step forward. Come. As you move toward their ring, you peer over, past their long arms like the branches above you, the large limbs, and as they pull back, like the narrow twigs at the apex, as they move their fingers back, sitting squarely on the stone, it's a stone, itself laced and trimmed at its edges with dark green moss, resting in the middle, there's a little figurine, a little doll, no vape body, A narrow head, crudely made. Little simple arms, legs to the side. Some sort of a hempen sackcloth, stained dark with some sort of a liquid. There are crudely made eyes cut into the fabric. Little mouth straight across. Someone, you would assume fair, as weird as she is, has laced strings through the fingers to make little crude digits entirely unfunctional pleasing her strange aesthetic probably 
And it's just sitting there on the rock. The arms limply askew. Huldan chimes in and she says, What do you think? Don't you like it? Looks good. Could use some hair. Um, <laughs> I give her like a little... Like Chikaja I give her like laughs. a wink. Takaja laughs. She reaches out and just like sort of brushes a finger across your eye. Well said. She picks up some leaves and tears them up. And she just drops it all over the head. They fall loosely around. And she mutters, <laughs> And she raises her fingers over it and flexes the fingers together all of a sudden. And little shreds of, of, of leaf just lace themselves into the head really quickly. And there's messy, loose hair. Would you like to try it? I reach out and I kind of like take a piece of the hair between my forefinger and thumb and just like feel it and I you didn't teach me that one no would you like to try the doll and she reaches back over the head over the head and she pulls up what you didn't see before a silk so fine so thin you couldn't hardly witness it and she lifts it up it looks impossibly thin like spider silk and she lifts up the head the head loosely drags up with the string and then she laces her long fingers around and pulls the arm up, the other arm. She picks it up. She begins marionetting it, puppeteering it. It loosely corresponds and moves in command with the physical movement of the wires that pull from it. She says, it's like a little game. I like games. Who is that? She reaches out to you. I think you're familiar. She reaches out the little puppet to take. Her hand's so much larger than yours. Who is it? Why don't you find out? Tell me you've run out of curiosity now. I'm going to take a step a back. A rock stumbles in the forest nearby. I'm going to take a step back. Okay. And I'm... Fier cocks her head to... Uh, Why to didn't Chikaja's she stop me from left. going? Oh, you've never left, Greta. Yes, I did. They all give each other quizzical looks. Did you go? Mm-hmm. I We're did. here. If you've been gone, come back, child. Occupy your mind. She gestures her hand toward the doll. Hold on. Good. Twists and careens her head. Gives you a toothy smile. I'm sure we can figure this out, Greta. Come back. Sit down. It's only darker in the forest without us. You could have stopped me. Why do you want me back now? You've never left, Greta. Yes, I did. Give each other looks. We don't know what you speak of. Yes, you do. I left. I left the forest. And I'm, I'm not... And... I'm, I'm not one of... I never was one of you. And I'm... I stopped pretending that I was. Because... If I was like you, you would have... You would have stopped me. Hold on and fear give each other faces. Greta takes another step back. 
Shakjaw stands up on her tiny little legs, kind of unnerving beneath her huge body. And she just says, Go if you like, Greta, but... Exactly. Why not come? We want you here. She wets her lips with her long tongue. It's not about wanting me here, I don't think. Tell me who it is and I'll... She just reaches out her fingers. What did you do? What did you do? Who was that? You all you only you only ever answered half of my questions. What did we do? Gressel. No. It's what you did. Mm-mm. And she flits her fingers Mm-mm. up at the edges of her hands, and the little puppet's arms raise as its head lulls forward. You hear from behind you. Belabored breathing. Who is it? Look at us. We're turned around. But one way or another, child, you have to open your eyes at some point. It's too much to see. She makes it dance a little with her fingers, you hear? (laughs) Stop, stop. (sighs) Then come try it. Or at least say hello. She turns her eyes over your shoulders. I'm gonna turn around. He's tall. (sighs) Taller than you. There's a figure with arms reached out. Featureless, simple pants, but no shirt. The head is lulled forward lazily, occasionally bobbing like an apple in water, trying to lift itself. The arms are bent upward at awkward angles, and whatever cords attached to them disappear into the dark of the canopy above. They're thin cords, catching light at certain angles, the only points at which you can see them, like spider silk. And they disappear, not wrapping around the limbs of the figure, but slipping beneath his skin. You can see the tension of them beneath the arm as they near joints. Two more on each shoulder, one through a pectoral, pulling on the skin uncomfortably higher than skin should go. There's a mess of dark brown hair, long, scraggly around the head, almost boyish half-elven features, pale skin, and the head lifts up, bobbing lazily. And you can hear Chikaja behind you. <laughs> Move the skins as an arm twitches in the body. <laughs> and the head lifts up. And two eyes greet yours. Deep bags beneath them. A consummate terror in them. I'm sorry, Greta. No, no. I didn't know. There was. I'm sorry. No. I didn't mean it. And Thespis breathes belabored. Blood pouring from the edges of his mouth his left eye entirely occluded with dark crimson fluid that streams down his cheek. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't really even mean it. I'm sorry. Please, like, stop, Greta. <laughs> and Chikaja. 
I'm, I'm gonna like and twitches a finger in his arm, careens, and he, <laughs> and the skin is pulled forward on the arm before the arm, that moves awkwardly with it, and he just winces. <laughs> Would you let it stop? <laughs> and blood is just bubbling out of his nose mm. and pouring down his neck and his chest. I'm gonna whip whip back around. Who's controlling it? Is it Shikaja? Shikaja. Shikaja. Um. I'm gonna like. Uh, was stop! Stop it! Stop! As you whip back around toward them, they're all different now. They're all in the place that they were. All of them have hands on the marionette, but all of them have hands together. And all three of them are standing up at wildly different heights, like some characters from an early 2000s Disney movie who've been put in a trio of different statures. Their fingers all interlaced to hold up the marionette. And all three of them stare away from you at a point in the leaf litter. And as you speak to them, all three of them turn their heads simultaneously, locking eyes with you. And they say in trinary unison voices, Where is it, Greta? Where did they put the stone? As they stare with you, stare with you with huge eyes, all of them agape. Where did they put the stone, Greta? In the stunned silence, all the fingers together twitch and Thespis's limbs convulse and you hear stop, from behind you. Stop it. <laughs> stop. 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 And they all look at you. Where did you put the stone? What stone? And this long, pale digit wraps around Fear's shoulder, accompanied by another and then another and then another and then another. And then another around Hulda'an's shoulder. Uh-oh. Hag-like hands, yeah. but longer and paler. Long limbs with two joints in the arm. And the tall, uncomfortable form of Madame Miskor, mm-hmm. with her elongated face pointing out from beneath the drooping hood, the bottom of her body disappearing into shadows, sourceless and unlogical. Her eyes, you can see none of the pupils, only some sort of a membrane at the back catching light like a cat in the night. Come now, babe. Won't you just tell me all of this could end? It could end for him. And she reaches forward and takes the marionette from the hands of the other three hags and lifts it up. You could tell me, or I could keep playing. What stone? The stone they used for their ritual. The one that added you to their coven. You know of what I speak. You knew in my shop. You lied to me then, child. You lie to yourself now. You're lying to Thespis. And her fingers flinch outward. And the strings convulse on the marionette. And you hear, <laughs> And there's a sound from behind you. And you hear, <laughs> And she just sits there with the fingers outsplayed. You know where they've hidden it. It's all I want, sweetie. Just tell me. Won't you tell me, Greta? No. That's fine. She sets, she just drops the marionette to the ground where you hear the ground behind you accompanied by no sound. And she pushes the figures of your hag sisters aside and as her hand rushes through them they just fall apart into smoke and she trods forward in the in the grass her fingers dragging behind her 
grasping the ground in front of her, pulling her forward, mm-hmm. her long, her arms longer than her legs as she walks forward. She just sort of prowls slowly toward you, saying, I have other toys. Toys you'll enjoy more. Why don't you just tell me where it is, child? This doesn't have to continue. Why don't you ask them? <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> play another one, shall we? What about him? You did hurt him. And she points a long finger past your shoulder. His blood is yours. Shut your eyes, Greta. I bet you'll be safe from me there. Go ahead. Because if you want to keep looking, I'll show you. And she snaps, and you shut your eyes out of compulsion. Everything goes black. And behind your eyes, you can see red, like sunlight, when you close your eyes facing toward it. The sense around you change. The sounds change. You can hear birds chirping. The complete quiet is replaced with a... Gentle wind like somewhere near a mountaintop. You can smell the open fresh air and dry grasses of the Hilal. Do I know where I am? I don't know. Where are you, Greta? You could open your eyes and look. Open my eyes. Miles of gold. Just endless, waving seas of sunlight amber grass beneath you a thousand feet below you far dense green sages in the distance rolling hills tracks of cyan blue and rivers and you stand near the edge of a dark gray mountain face interspersed with strips of white snow but not cold just cool and you stand in an open enclave carved narrow section of a mountain. You know this place. You're in the stone crown somewhere. Is there any... Can I see into the... to the mountain? Do you turn around? Yeah, I look around me. Turn around. 40, 50. They're staggered a great distance. They're awkward. Mm-hmm. No sculptor would place them there. No artist would arrange them at such strange intervals. They're humanoid in shape. They all face obtusely in one direction or another. Strange. The soft gray stone that peels up into the higher sections of the mountain on either side, this strange carved wound in the mountain. And someone just has these 50 or 40 statues staggered. They're vaguely humanoid, two limbs, two arms, a body, 
something vaguely in the shape of a head. Nothing clear about them. They're dark black obsidian. Rough. Hardly joints to them. None of them have faces. Where the face should be, there is just a deep, hollowed, grooved divot. Empty and vacuous. Seemingly deeper even than their head. They all stand in strange positions. Face different ways. But you can't see any of them. Because all you can see are the dilated pupils. Thin irises. Softly shaking. The trembling lip. The dark crimson that covers over it and drips off of the chin. A pair of circular glasses sit askew on human ears. And Walter's shocked, aghast face is not staring at you, it's looking down at his chest. His arms are trembling, hanging in the air. His fingers clenched. Each gasping, belabored breath is spitting a bit more blood up out of his lip, which is dribbling down his cheek, down his chin, onto his shirt. Because emerging from the center of his chest is about a foot and a half of shark black obsidian piercing outward, splitting his sternum apart, pushing his pectorals aside, where his shirt splits open, his tunic stained, covered, densely dripping with bright red crimson fluid making a deep brown in the middle, pooling on the ground beneath him, and he is lifted off of his feet by one of these statues, the hollow empty face not even looking at him, the arm raised in the air, and he's just frozen, trembling, bleeding hands grab the blade protruding from his chest and shake holding onto it, not able to process anything else as his whole body lightly convulses, each convulsion growing stronger, each moment his eyes growing vaguer, his head lulling further. Long digits ratch up around the side of the statue. Madame Miskor's head moves oblong to the side. His suffering could stop too, Red. No. Tell me where the stone is. You can't do that. You're right. I can't. You've already killed him. He's dead forever. She moves her hand, caressing the back of the statue. Every moment looking at him, every sound of his gasping breaths is an agony. She sits down, wrapping her long arms around her knees that protrude up near her chest. I can't undo the pain you've done to him. You've wounded him forever. Tell me, godless cleric, where do you think his soul went when he died? Do you have something to say? I'm gonna look to, to Walter's face and into her face. Look He's back just terrified. Point. And he looks up at you. <laughs> Make it stop, Grim. Make it stop, Grim. <laughs> he just throws up some more blood. His whole body's twitching and convulsing on the brock. 
babe. I'm not going to tell you. That's okay. Because <laughs> I have another toy, and I've really been wanting you to play with him. I'll let you tell him you two can have your privacy. And she stands up, and she st- as she raises up on her long limbs like spiders, she raises her tiny body up like a daddy long leg, and she protracts behind the statue and becomes impossibly small and disappears behind it. Mm. Greta, could you get your character sheet? Could I what? Could you get out your character sheet? Yes. necessary to have it ready. I don't like this. Would you roll initiative for me? (laughs) Who is that person on the board? Is that Madame Eskort? I don't know. Or is it Walter White? Let's find out. No. What'd you get, Greta? That'd be a numero uno. (gasps) Oh, I'd love to see it. I'm sorry you're going through this, but I'm really glad that I don't have to. <laughs> Thank you, Landon. I, really <laughs> I appreciate that. Hey, whatever you do, yeah, don't cry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Cry wow, my dad thought what I said was the worst, but that was a little bit you worse. You got it. You can cry. It's okay. I'm glad that you have Micah's permission to cry now. Yeah, it's like a weight off my shoulders. When you were describing <laughs> Thespis, I texted Mike and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> right, no, me too. Me too. I was like, <laughs> I thought so it was going to be boss. And the coming his way. <laughs> I haven't killed anyone else. You hear strange sounds yeah. behind you. Yeah. <laughs> like strange, belabored, groaning it. breathing. What is that thing? Ten feet. 11 feet tall, long limbs, a wide rib cage, tight, pale skin pulled against a bony frame, an empty deer-like skull set on a thick equine neck, long vertebrae stab out of the back into spines, horrible clawed fingers extend away from double-jointed protruding wrists, outsplayed legs, Huge elk horns, bone, holding strips of hanging flesh from it, narrow and sullen as empty eye sockets look toward you. (laughs) Could you make an arcana check for me, Greta, before we begin? Greta would know what this is. No? Oh, you're right. She doesn't know. No. She's never seen this before. And if you haven't seen the live stream, you don't either. Uh, no. This is just going to be instantaneous in your head. Oh, Because we're technically in combat initiative. You really shouldn't even be able to make the check, but we'll just go ahead and roll for it. Zachary, you... Same hell, different devils. What'd you get? I'm going to solve seven. This battle music, by the way, is amazing. Thank you. I didn't make this one. Uh... You don't know what that thing is, but oh, it's awful. Oh, goodness, what could that thing be? And huge limbs pull forward as the Bazorzal Baz stalks toward you. 
And it is going to limb over limb, lunge towards you, pulling itself across the ground. And it is going to roll to hit you. Oh, fun, isn't it? Well, I rolled a two. Oh, Zach. Unfortunately, that does hit. Just kidding. It doesn't. I take it back. It's okay. It has multiple attacks. Oh, um, does a 24 hit? Just a little bit. <laughs> um, and then there's one more. What happens if I die? Another 24. That's um, actually, that one so doesn't Greta, A huge clawed hand <laughs> rips out around your head and you duck beneath it. And as you do, you feel a heavy impact from your side. <clears throat> as the other hand reaches around, grabs you, claws pierce into your body back, moving in between your ribs, and then more from your forward, a hand lifts you up in the air, and it pulls you up like a ragdoll, weightless, lifts you up over its head, slaps you down to the ground, and you feel from your ribs, white hot flash in your eyes, and you can't even hardly make out where you are as you're slammed down to the earth and concussed, the claws dug into your chest. You're going to take, give me a second, oh, I put up all my D6s. Do you want one? Yes. Actually, I need exactly one more. It's a Boz die. It's not I a rolled buzz. a one on it. That was good. Good job. Thank you, Boz. I got you. Hey, Michael. I need my pen, please. Uh, Pencil. Can I please? Give me a second. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, 30 points of piercing and bludgeoning damage, however you want to think about it, the first one, this as you're fine. picked up in the air and slammed down on the ground. Uh-huh. Did you see the first attack? Bouncing off. Yeah. Okay. So, well, it's, it's first round. You slam down on the ground and you <coughs> lift your head up off the ground. And the creature's just standing over you. <coughs> With its horrible pain to belabored groans. This isn't the first time you it's tried to kill Greta. Not the yeah, first I time think it succeeded. succeeded last time. It did last time. I'm just going to scream really loud. Um, okay. Greta is just... I mean, obviously she's in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's just gonna like, and like, you know, roll over and try to like cough up the blood that's in her lungs. Um, and is the you said the creature's standing over me? Mm-hmm. If I reached up, could I reach its chest? Yeah. Okay, so she's just gonna like roll over on her back and okay. like stare up at this A feral energy in your own eyes. This this terrible this terrible creature and then she's just kind of like like let out a terrible like animal scream and reach up and she's gonna try to she's gonna try to cast inflict wounds okay roll and, hit. and reach up and oh, I guess I should roll a hit so I guess she's just trying to grab it that's a natural 20 yeah, slap back oh man oh. Do you want to put a searing smite into that? Yes, please. I'm just joking. What's the total on the roll? What's your, what's your, uh, it's 28, which is phenomenal. 28? Mm-hmm. That's one less than the, than the, yeah, than the, than the record. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, roll for so damage. So I'm going to, and I'm going to cast it at the, the fourth level. So do you know how many numbers that is? Uh, for the record, in the future, you cannot choose your level after you succeed in hitting. But that's oh. I I know you're not doing that intentionally. You're fine. So I have to say I'm gonna no, no, try hey, and cast inflict wounds. It's all wounds good. At the blank yeah, level. like in okay. the in the future you need to be like I'm casting this at the blank. That level. makes sense. But I see why totally people, why that's a rule. Yeah. Um, I failed. That was a level one attempt. Um, how many how many 
Um, so at first level, it's 3d10. So at fourth, I guess it's seven. Seven d10. Okay. That's a lot of damage. I'm also going to cast it. I'm going to use my Nightmare Caster, and I'm going to try and do Hand of the Hag. Uh, do you? Re- does it require an action to use Hand of the Hag? Nah. I think it's something you'd, she'd, yeah. you... Yeah. It does? Oh. Oh, a ranged attack spell. Dang it. Sorry. Or if the targeted creature fails there. That's worded weird. Let me know. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to roll that now. So... How many D10? Seven. Plus your hag modifier. What does that mean? That doesn't exist. I'm sorry. This is a serious moment. <laughs> you know, in this, I do specify a ranged attack spell. But that seems arbitrary, so let's just make it an attack spell. And the reason I differentiate between attack spell and failing a saving throw is that some spells, like you don't have to hit to do them, it's a saving throw. But yeah, it's just any damage dealing spell. So yes, this would this would suffice for Hand of the Hag. So if you would like to utilize one of your two channel divinities, he can make his uh, charisma saving throw. Have we ever seen Hand of the Hag work? I think it's always like- Yes, it has worked once. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Even is that twenty six? <gasps> so he definitely saves. It's the strips of flesh that make him so charismatic. <laughs> That's funny. Well, Spooky's a kind of charisma, charisma too. Does Man. he speak in tongues though? Kevin Macklea, just bless you, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> does he? Does he cast? Uh, she's doing Be- weird math. Tones? So he failed? No, uh, he succeeded by eight. That's what I meant. I failed. Yes. But you can tell me the damage you deal to him, which is Working a lot. Also, so what did the total of the roll add up to? 42. You critted. So I could double it? Because it's a melee spell. So I can double it? Wait. Double it and pass it on yeah, to the next person. Because it's a melee spell. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's what you're doing. You're doubling it and passing it on to the Bazorzel the the Bazorzel Baz. That was good. That was a good sentence. <laughs> the Bazorzel Baz. Okay, Baz. Second question. I'm using Hand of the Hag, which means I add Charisma modifier to total damage of the spell that I cast. Do I add my Charisma modifier twice? No, just once. Just once, even though it's doubled and I. Okay. You're charismatic, but you don't have antler flesh hanging down. So. Hey. So true. So that's an 88. <gasps> that is, is what? that a damage record for fun guys? That's a fun guy damage record. Oh my gosh. 80. What? Eight points of damage, Greta. Yes, sir. 88. That's How does that feel, Abby? That feels kind of cool, actually. I'm I don't gonna think make I've ever that done that. A little? <laughs> guys, 88 points of damage from a fun guy. Woo! Yeah. Shroom it up, Abby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 88 points of damage from an 8th level cleric. Greta, describe the way this spell casting looks. As you crit on an inflict wounds and deal 88 points of damage. And feel free to get creative with it because um, you just took a massive chunk of this health. Okay, so she's going to... And let me... I'm just, I'm just going to go and you can go. Like, hey. stop. I, look at me. <laughs> go. She so she just got almost yeeted out of life, 
Um, and so she's gonna, she kind of like rolls over and is coughing up blood. And then she lets out just like a scream of anger and, and pain and, and just grouchiness. Um, <laughs> and she's gonna like l- lean up and kind of like lunge at him and lead with her hands. <laughs> and what's his, what's the, what's his body like? The chest is the ribs expand outward uncomfortably wide. You can see all the skin is pulled tight against them. They almost poke through the skin. Each breath, it looks like they're gonna tear through the skin. The abdomen is so truncated that you would imagine, so concave, you'd assume there aren't even organs. It just wraps tightly against sinuous muscle and then pulls tight to the spine at the hips. It's horrible and awful. Okay, she's gonna like reach up and grab and try and like dig in with her fingers and she's gonna try and like climb up the, oh, like, oh, inspiration, inspiration. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna try and like climb up the, the the chest and like get to its face, get to its face and start like grabbing at the, the moss, like as she's just screaming yeah. and like kind of thrashing a little bit, just grab Dude, at the moss and like the antlers sick. and start like shaking them and, and ripping at the moss and tearing at them. And there's just this like, yeah, it's coming so mainly hard. from her mouth, but then just like off of her skin, I feel like it's like, Greta, yes. Like, you know how, Greta, like, yes. like, a glass condensates water? Yes. It's that, but it's, like, just black. Heck yeah, dude. Inkiness. Yeah, yeah. So you're on the ground. It slams you down and does that <laughs> at you. You look up. Your eyes roll back into your head. Your jaw falls open. Black gas, like, falls out of your mouth. And you just go, <laughs> and as you, like, you literally push your elbows so hard down behind you and your knees down that you throw your chest up off of the ground, gravel coming up with you, and then your arms latch forward onto him. And as your fingers dip, dig in, like black, like mm-hmm. exactly the way you described, of course, I'm just trying to, you yeah, know, yeah. black, horrible fluid condensates on your fingers and burns away the skin of his body. Mm-hmm. And blood does not fall out, but sand. Oh. As you rip through the skin and wrap around the ribs, and you, di- with each hand, you like animalistic, even wor- more wild and feral than any animal your toes rip into his torso and you climb up his body and as you pull yourself to his body you just <sighs> breathe over his chest and the gas erodes the skin of his chest and you climb up each movement you tear through his skin and wrap around ribs the whole monster <clears throat> like convulses and twitches back and forth he tries to pull you off but every time a hand gets close more skin dissolves and is pulled away in pain you climb up his neck just <sighs> breathing on his neck disintegrating flesh and as you get get up near his face you grab the sides of his horns shake back and forth and you just (laughs) scream into his face and the bone like shakes and fractures all across and then a huge arm rip reaches up grips your hand and throws you to the ground and you and as you stand up you just (sighs) the hair all hanging down around your face you look the the girl from the horror movie I've never seen the what's ring? the grudge she would be terrified of you <laughs> she would pee her pants in front of you <laughs> and the bizarre bass just looks at you with hollow empty eyes <laughs> and gets back down on all fours unperturbed but just bleeding sand everywhere huh. um, not quite bloodied but not far huh. ah! what Actually, level were we when we fought him no, before? excuse me that would be that would be bloodied uh, five. Okay. Yeah. A little spicier. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Zorzalbaz's turn. First of all, at the end of your turn, it's going to use a legendary action. Uh, and is going to use a legendary action to cast Bane on you. What does that do? Why does he have a legendary action? Ah! 
So, could you please, for me, make a charisma saving throw? Can I use inspiration on saving throws? I mean, yeah, it's a d20 roll. You said charisma saving throw? That's gonna be a 17. You saved by one. So this oh horrible gosh. magic like seeps out from him. His his jaw just falls open, and this black magic pours out. Is this whispering it. voice from around you? And it just you just weave out of the way, and it just <laughs> waiting in the landscape. The jaw relocates, and then it just lunges at you again with an unsettling speed. It's going to take another two, another three claw attacks at you. I'm ducking and weaving. What's your AC? Sixteen. Oh, that was a fifteen to hit. Okay, that was a lot higher. That was a twenty. Okay. Okay, two hit. Okay. What's your HP? I have twenty right now. Oh my gosh. Time to roll bad as Zach. Am I bloody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 19 damage. Okay, so that's wild. Um, so as it gets close, um, it just, I'm just going to flavor the crap out of it. Yeah. It gets on top, like it rushes up to you, and as you try to stagger out of the way, it pins you down, grabs you by the legs in the back, whips you overhead, and just <gasps> smacks you to the ground. Hulk style. And your, your head just. Ugh. Against rock, you bl- you blinding white, and as you come up, your f- your nose is cracked to the side. Blood is pouring out of the front of your face, and as you're on the ground, its arms pin your uh, your legs down, pin your arms down. It raises up and just takes its horns over its head and Ugh. just <laughs> drives its head down into your torso, and the horns just <laughs> stab inward, and you <coughs> cough up blood. And then it it as you, it raises up your head, you're impaled on it. It reaches up, pulls you off of its horns. <laughs> And just drops you on the ground in front of it. And then it just gets right over your face and opens its mouth and just... Okay, waiting okay, for okay, you. Okay, okay. It's your turn. I'm going to say that I... Can I say that I, like, land... Or I he drops me and I, like, drag myself up to my knees. Oh, like, like you like you fall over a couple times. You can fall asleep. Yeah. He's just sitting over yeah. you waiting. Yeah. Waiting, letting you take your turn. Yeah. You pull yourself up to your knees, your body shaking and convulsing, blood pouring out of you. You can't even feel the pain. You're in so much shock. What are you doing? While we're at it, Craig, could you roll a, a constitution check for me? What'd you get? And that one. Okay. Um, you don't hold on, and just everyone else in the temple just... Oh, and Craig lets out the worst... It, the fart's so bad, it literally wakes up half the party. Not her. Dang it! I almost had you. Almost. So close, Craig. Try it again. What are you doing, player? I'm going to... Kevin Macleod, I want to adopt you into my family. The song is so good. (laughs) It takes, like, everything 
to just like drag her head up and make eye contact. These hollow, vacuous eyes stare back yeah. at you, unemotionless. Or emotionless. Unemotionless. She's going to. She's going to try and cast uh, Cone's Crackle. <laughs> okay, sick. And, but she 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 read the book and she practiced like a little bit. And I think she's tried to cast this before. So she's like, you know, dazed out of her mind, literally about to die. And, and she's like trying to remember it and trying to remember. And she like, she's it's like. She knows that it's something to do with laughter, and it's something like something to do with that. And so she's like, but she's dying. So she's trying to like, she's gonna make start. She's starting making these like choking like, like trying to mimic laughter. And then I feel like it just gets louder and louder and louder until this spell. <laughs> and all this black like you, as you're as you're like chest convulses and these horrible <laughs> like gasping laughing horrible mocking sounds come out I feel like at a certain point it's like it's not her anymore and like the magic kicks in and then it turns into point, like this like, really terrible like echoing. being puppeted your arms lift up and you begin <laughs> with this horrible hag voice yeah. and this sound wave <laughs> burst out of you and like rock the brazorzal baths back and forth it's a charisma saving throw wisdom wisdom what's your spell save DC 18. That is a 26. Dang. Okay. It's its turn. Yep. Can I use movement to, like, crawl away? You can. I'm going to crawl away. Okay, opportunity attack. Oh. Uh, 15, I miss. That was funny as So me. you you crawl away as it, like, like its hand swipes by you and you duck underneath, then it's its turn. Okay. So it's going to get its movement to get right on top of you. So as you're crawling away, arm over arm, army crawling, bleeding through the rocks, it just stalks over you. You see the shadow of its arm first. And it reaches down its jaws, opens them up. Hold on, let me roll the hit. Okay, hit. That's cocked. Hit. Hit. Okay. It's going to reach down its jaws, wrap them around your body, lift you up, and then it just uses it to pick you up at this unsettling angle. Every, you can't even feel anything because of the shock, and you just kind of limply hang. It wraps its head, its arm around your body, taking it out of the jaws. It just pulls you away from it, looks at you, and its empty eyes, hollow, vacuous, empty nothingness, and it just... <laughs> and it walks with you in its hand on three legs toward the statue impaling Walter. And it moves toward it, moves toward it. It puts its hand on the back of the statue and lifts you up. And it just <laughs> shoves you onto the stone arm, piercing its own hand. And it pulls its hand back off the statue and you just <laughs> And you look up at Walter, whose body is limp, hanging forward. And you just <laughs> And it tilts its awkward head next to you pulls your head up so that you have to look at his, takes its hand around its head, around Walter's head, forces you to look at him. And then it squeezes its hand. And that is when you wake up. Oh. Give me just a second. Wake me up when September ends and I'm all right, <laughs> ladies. Yeah. 
Greta, you wake up in the middle of the night. Once again, one of the party members has had a horrible nightmare in the temple. <laughs> Koinky dinks, am I right? And you are awake. It's not a coinky. And the whole party is asleep, along with the Dunleys at corners. I assume Craig is just... On his and bunk. Aaron. And Aaron. Is who's the just smell still hanging Aaron in the air? And yeah, and it, there's a terrible smell in the air, but you can't notice it because of the trauma. And um, <clears throat> there's sweat all across your forehead. And your chest kind of hurts. And um, could you roll 2d12 for me? No. <laughs> just okay, I can do it. No, it's okay. I'm doing it right now. Look at me. Look, look I'm doing it, Zach. I got a four. And a five. I think okay. that's a nine. So your hit point total is reduced by nine. Mm, hit point max. Spicy. So you can pull that down by nine in your sheet. But we'll, I'll, I'll make a note of it. We can do it later. You can focus on role play. Forever. My cursed. Time to take the tough feet. You also feel uh, exhausted. You are awake, alone in the temple. And I remember all of that. Mm-hmm. As you sit up... You feel something in the bed next to you, and you pick up a little kneaded leaf, dark green. Mm. And you just hear in this voice whisper. Let me know what you want to tell me, babe. I'm in a, nobody else is awake. You could certainly wake someone up, but at the moment, no one is. What time is it? I don't know, but I'm just wondering if Boz would be awake right now, like if he'd be able to sleep. I was just like, why? It's like middle of the night. Why would you be awake? Uh, I, I don't think it would be. You know, if, what? It, if it's like four a.m., no. But if it's like two a.m., I don't know. I'm down for maybe. the random. I'm I don't know. The, I'm down for the random. Let's do the let's do the weird roll thing. So you roll a d100. I'll oh, roll a d100. I love this game. If you get, with <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Game. If you get within fifteen, uh, will Boz will be awake? Oh my goodness, I literally rolled one. I rolled 21. Dang it, so oh, close. That's that close. is so close. That's heartbreaking. 16. Hey, sometimes you lose that's by literally, seven. Literally, wow. Mm, sorry. Greta, you're alone. You could certainly wake someone up if you wanted, but you are. I scream really, just kidding. Um. <laughs> you're just shivering and quaking in your bed. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, like, try and, try and call try and calm my breathing down and like wipe the tears out of my eyes. It doesn't work. No, you can definitely wipe. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> well, I mean, I know. I, I wipe the tears in. out I of my eyes, poo -poo, but, but I get it now. the breathing does not calm down. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to get up and like dart out of the temple <laughs> and like up out of the room. The and, and Okay. You, <laughs> your feet sting against the stone floor, but you don't care. And you race up the stairs <laughs> and you just I take I took the leaf with me. Okay, you are outside, underneath a black sky, stars all above, Twila and Twilo even closer, and you're staring out at the dark beyond the neck, a familiar sight, mm -hmm. the same wilderness into which Tello disappeared. You stand there, on the edge of it, just heart bracing. Mm -hmm. She's gonna climb up the. There's like a like a hill, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. She's gonna climb up the hill, and just like 
find kind of a high spot that's like an overlook. I'm trying so hard to DM for you, but Landon just lightly touched my foot with his. <laughs> Landon. Who needs socks when you have brotherly love? You race up the hill. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Vecna. you. No, that's for Vecna, not the Bazorzel. That you got to see Mariah Carey. You got to see Mariah Carey. I have that stat block. For Mariah Carey? She's higher CR than Vecna. Mariah Carey. She's here in the distance. And all I want for I'm sorry. Okay. Oh gosh, Vecna's the backup dancer. <laughs> this is off topic. Also, it's neither here nor there, but Vecna in D&D is way worse than Vecna in the show. But anyway. I've yeah, he is. Have you all seen Mariah Carey mix? So like you're at the top of the D&D? hill, and like you were doing something. Guys, <laughs> 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 you're the one that distracted. We really are. Um, is there a clouds? Cloudless. It's always got to be cloudless. She's just going to sit down and, like, just curl up into a ball and, like, sob into her. You know, she's, like, sitting with her knees pulled up, just sobbing. And she's just she's going to pull the, the leaf out after a little bit and knead it for a little bit. And again, like, her hands just kind of fall into the rhythm. Um... And she's just gonna, like, she's gonna need it for a little bit, and, and, I don't know, she's gonna, like, walk to, like, the edge of the little, is there, like, a little cliff thingy? Sure, yeah. Yeah, she's just gonna, like, drop it off the edge, and then go back to where she was sitting. Oop, sit back down. You just can't quit hearing that wet crunching sound. Hmm. Last sound of the Walter. Mm-hmm. It's awful. She's gonna pull out her, her notebook, and she's got like she's got a couple little notebooks, and she's got one that's it's got like a lot of little. It's like almost sun stained, and mm. the pages are kind of like warped by the sun a little bit and it, you can tell that it's it's got like some like light colored dirt on it and there's little like wildflowers poking out and it's f- it's filled with maps and she's got another one that's got a lot it's like a it's a weird kind of leather um and she's got one that's just kind of kind of it's just like a simple brown notebook and she pulls it out and there, it's like, it's filled with a ton of stuff. There's like all kinds of sketches, not a lot of words, but um, there's like almost every page or every other page, there's a sketch of a face and she's going to like flip through them starting at the beginning and it's like a clear face. And like as the pages go on and as time progresses, the face gets like more and more warped and like the the features kind of change and it's like it's like you you start the book looking at a face that you could recognize and then it kind of just it becomes a more and more generic face and it 
starts to look like different races and it like as you look at it as you flip through them and look at the face it's like you're it's like someone had a clear picture and then they're just forgetting what someone looked like what does the face look like at the beginning it looks it's walter's face and she opens it up and the last face it it looks kind of like it's like if you mix aaron's face with like Tello's nose with Baza's hair. It's like, mm. it's like a, f- like, Greta knows who she's trying to draw, but it's unrecognizable. And she's going to try and draw f- on, like, a page that's completely soaked with tears. And she has to, like, try a couple times because the page keeps getting wet. But she draws a face that looks, it, like, it looks exactly like Walter's. And it's, like, the first, it's, like, the beginning of the book, but it's that, like, twisted in pain just like she saw it in her dream. And she's just going to draw it over and over and over. Probably till, like, the sun comes up. The sun comes up or she falls asleep. So. Soup. The unmistakable scent of marginal soup. That's what wakes you up, Craig. Boz, the choking, suffocating scent of Craig's farts. You are woken up. Boz has some bad allergies, (laughs) so he can't smell a whole lot right now, Uh. but it's worse, you know, like in a different way. Like, (laughs) the soup's good, though. He can't taste it anymore, so. But you guys are. (laughs) You all wake up in the temple. I would like to say that me and Landon had a bet about um, whether or not Madame Score would be here, and yeah. I won, and I ate my Oreo. So. What? Yeah. That was the bet? Yeah. If he would have my Oreo, if he won, and I had my Oreo because No, no. I won. The bet was she would eat her Oreo in spite if Madame Score showed up, and I would eat mine in Sprite if she didn't. Okay. Anyways, Craig wakes up to the, um, the taste of victory? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> is that what that was for? That joke right there? <laughs> no, I made up on it. the spot. Sweet okay. victory. Uh, Craig finds himself wondering, what is Edmund Kind doing right now? I wonder if he could talk to me. And he gets up and goes and finds him. Did you He's put potatoes in robotically. it? Robotically. What? Did he just? He rolled his eyes at you, Craig. No, he just looked up. Did you put I'm potatoes sorry. in it? The soup? That is a good idea. Puts a little down on the side, pulls out a bunch of potatoes, begins peeling them. What do you have? What's the ingredients of the soup? Water. Heat. Flowers of Boston sage. Rouse flesh. Dried. Saffron. Salts. And now potatoes. What, what other ingredients do you have in your kitchen-esque? Flour. Keep Dried mealed wheat. Potatoes. This is so great. I just made everyone happier with food. It does that. 
Ethnkai, I have a question for you. I have an answer. Do you have a nickname? Eddie. His name is Eddie. It's Eth. Yes. Eddie. What's your nickname? Terence used to call me Kai. Who's and in Hushin, they called me the Crusher of Pale Death. Oh, who's Terence? My friend, a druid from Zedge, in the deep woods of Yozg. He was one of the holy hunters. He helped me kill Yepin, the North Storm. Is he still around? I do not know. I don't know how long turkeys live, but I imagine that he will be for some time. He was the greatest druid I have ever known. A good friend. And he taught me more about my god than any text. Turns the potato over. He also offers everyone seeds. It's very obnoxious. Yeah. I think Craig is going to start copying whatever he's doing with potatoes. Okay, so you start carving potatoes next to him. Thank you. I want to be like you when I grow up. What, what? was that? What? Okay. <laughs> Pause. <sighs> that was so weird. What are you doing, dude? And he sits up in bed suddenly, and um, uh, he lays back down, turns over, and goes back to sleep for a second. Okay. Ro gets up. Oh gosh, I should you have to press, press to digitate something? And she starts whistling. Boz wakes up again. Okay, okay, I'm awake. I'm awake now. <laughs> oh my goodness. The Dundleys and Ro have gone and started having breakfast in the mess where Craig is helping to cook. I. Taylor sits up and kind of like rubs his eyes. I want to see if Collager left anything. At her bunk. Or okay, where her bed okay. was. Go make an investigation check. While you're doing that... Can I assist? <laughs> while you're doing that, Tello uh, looks around the room and gets up and walks up. I think she would tell me, but also... Okay, so that's a 15. Okay. I'm not good at looking for stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just a bunk. Uh, you rifle through blankets. Um, you don't find anything except for the folded up piece of paper. And Folded a piece of paper? As you pull out... The folded up piece of parchment stained. <laughs> it's a letter. And it says, Dear Fun Guys, Your group has a terrible name. Truly. You should change it. <laughs> it is a real mar on your party. And it's about the only flaw I can find. <laughs> I haven't known good people in so long, I forgot they existed. I don't think you'll ever defeat the Empire. But, if any fools should try, I'm glad it's you fools. Look under the mattress, comma, Caladra. No way. Are you serious? You just put this here? You <laughs> I lift up the mattress. Okay, you pick up the mattress. There's a silver chain, a little clasp, 
and a pale crystal at the bottom of it. What? I pick it's it up. It's your pendant of detection. And you pick up the necklace that helps you find magical items. What? What? Nice. I put nice. it in a pocket and I reread the letter a second time. Somewhere out there, Roe goes, a fine addition to my collection. <laughs> <laughs> she has so many pendants. But I'm sorry. Uh, I reread the letter a few times and I just kind of sit on the bunk with it. And then at the bottom you realize, oh my goodness, it's the Declaration of Independence. No, <laughs> that's true. You pee on it and you can see. What were you? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, uh, what was I doing? Yeah. And that was a real 2005 reference there. Anyway. I wasn't alive then. What? Oh, Burns. Hackery, I'm sorry. Do you need help? Do you, do you need to take You were back? alive then. No, <laughs> I wasn't. 2005? Mm-mm. Yes. Wasn't alive. Yes, you were. <laughs> For me, it depends on the day. How do you know when I was born, Micah? Let's move on, because yeah, I don't want to think on. about that much. Um, <laughs> you were nine. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you do anything else, boss? Um, I'm confused about the name. I genuinely don't understand why she says that it's bad in my head. I'm like, it's a great name. Like, <laughs> you're like, it's good branding. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, I take the pendant out of my pocket and I, I kind of look at it. Excuse me. It was the pendant of arcane sight. I just remember the name. It doesn't matter. Same thing. Sorry, please yeah. continue. And um, I am... Um, I don't know. I I play with the end of it in my hand. And I look at kind of like, you know, every it, in D and D, every magic item is is the magic item, right? There's no like variation of like this or that. But I imagine that this is like a Kefkin styled ornamented. No, no. it's very distinctly not. Really? Struck by how much it's not. In fact, it kind of strikes you as a little strikes you as a little elvish. Probably really? plundered. Okay. It's very not Kefkin. Well, Boz thinks this is Kefkin. Okay, and sorry. So he's like. <laughs> Oh, nice. The workings of the Kefkins. Very fine indeed. <laughs> you know, because you're not always right. And, yeah, yeah, uh, I like it. And uh, um, he doesn't attune to it, but he puts it on. Okay. Um, do you go to breakfast? And he sticks it under his, gotcha. his uh, leather armor. Um, Greta. Greta. <laughs> There's like a... It's like a pressure on your shoulder and then a pressure. You're kind of like being rocked back and forth gently and you wake up. And the first thing you feel, other than the sudden bright of sunlight in your eyes, is a deep crick in your neck. Mm. You wake up and you crack it a little. As you sit up, there's dirt all over the left side of your face and your neck. You just sit up groggy-eyed in the middle of open Jandanek in front of the temple. You're sitting with them. Um, uh, like, well, your um, your journal's in front of you, and it's open. And when you look up, Tello's leaning down, and he's closing it, and he's not looking at it. He just kind of looks away and closes it, and scoots it toward you and stands up. Thank you. I'm going to grab it and open it back up and, and show him the face. Okay. So you turn it around toward him. He's startled by the sudden gesture. 
No, you don't. You don't have to grab it. It's Walter. Everybody says that I killed him, and it was an accident. But I think you can kill people on accident. I had a bad dream. I'm sorry, Gertha. Thank you. Maybe, um, maybe you should tell Boz or. Yeah. I just don't know if I'm who you should. What do you mean? down. tell him that I was done and that I wasn't and that I left and that I wasn't coming back the hags and they it's not fair they didn't even they didn't even blink when I told them I wasn't coming back and now they say that they're acting like I never left. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ruth. Thank you. If I can't... I don't know how to move on if I can't leave. I can't get away from it. I don't know either. Yeah. What's the future for bad people? Where do we go? What do we do? In a terrible way, I'm happy that I saw his face again because I was forgetting it. And it's... I mean, I saw him die again. I'm sorry, Grit. Yeah. But now I remember again. Maybe that's something I don't want to totally escape, but I don't know how to, I don't, I don't know how to get away from the bad parts without forgetting the good parts. (laughs) 
your life for so long, it gets doable when you start telling yourself the lies. Mm -hmm. But that was the hardest part, Greta. Is lying to you. Because I forgot what love looked like until you. I'm so sorry. You trusted me. And I betrayed them. And you deserve to have people who don't do that to you. You're the best person I know. I wish I was like you. I'm so sorry. I don't even want you to forgive me. But I know you hardly have. Yeah. When I left, when I left the hags, the thing that hurt worst was that they didn't, they didn't care. They just, they just, they didn't even watch me walk away. And arms twice the size of your body just pick you up easily and like pull you right next to him and he just kind of puts an arm all the way around your torso and just rocks back and forth with you quietly I don't think people when you care about people you don't let them walk away and I thought that they cared about me and that's why I didn't want you to walk away. Because even though people do bad things, that doesn't mean that they should walk away. I don't know who I am, Greta. Yeah. The man I used to be died. The man I wanted to be was a figment. <laughs> but I really do want to be your friend. And I don't know why you would give me a chance. I don't want you to. But I've decided that I want to quit letting you down. <laughs> so even if I don't know who I am, I just want to be your friend. I think that's a good place to start. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I don't want you to walk away either. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out how to... 
I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> he pulls out a little length of twine, and he pulls out one of his bajillion daggers, and he just <laughs> cuts it at a length. Mezar another small portion. <laughs> Slides the dagger back in. He says, give me your hand. And he just says, uh, give me any finger you want. Do you, do you extend yeah, a finger? Yeah, I'm thinking. Okay. Oh. And, and Greta really thinks. <laughs> I hold out the ring finger on my right hand. Okay. He takes the twine and he ties it around it and loops it. And then he takes his left thumb and he ties the twine, the twine around it and he says... When my mom used to send me away to school in the summers, I would get sad and I would miss her. Hmm. And she would say, don't miss me, Tana. And I would say, mother, I have to miss you. Mm -hmm. You're gone. And she would tie a little string around her finger and a little string around mine and she would say we can't be gone we're connected connected like the moons <laughs> yeah I guess so and he looks up at a sky with the moons in it bright and blue <laughs> He just sits up, tired. I think the moon... I think that the moons have trouble too. Well... I'm tired of crying in the day on the neck. He stands up and brushes some dirt off his legs. He reaches out a hand. I take it. He just pulls you straight up by the arm because <laughs> you're tiny. Kind of bounces. Yeah. Like. And for the first time in about five, mm, a week and a half, Tello smiles a little and he goes, <laughs> Well, I've never met the hag, but I don't think you're one. No. I try not to be. And he just starts walking back to the temple. I say, on the way back, I say, hey, Tello. Yeah. In my crazy dream, I did this thing where I made, like, 88 damage. I, like, I, I beat a, I, like, really, really beat up a, a creature. And it, it's, like, if I could, like, put a number to it, I'd be, like, 88. <laughs> I made 88 pain. Dang. In my dream, I did 89. That's wild. Okay. He starts walking toward the temple. Okay. <laughs> that was good. She turns around. You'll catch up, short stack. <laughs> and he starts walking down the stairs. Okay. <laughs> uh, Greta and Tello join you all at breakfast.
Yeah, Does you give a ferocious look on your face. Check on the potatoes. All right. Does, do people like the potatoes? Do they um, notice a difference? Insight. Half the people don't even notice, but both Catherine and Aaron are like nodding their heads and like, yeah, and getting into the potatoes. Boz has never had a potato before, but he kind of <laughs> likes it. So what is this, Boz? <laughs> Soft, but warm. It's like a hug. It's like bread, but vegetable. I kind of want to put it in the <laughs> seed oil. Maybe let it simmer for a while and take it out. Hmm, interesting. Such a good bird. He ponders. <laughs> All right. Craig. Guys, what are we doing next? Craig, I made like, 88 hurt. Craig, your eyes are swollen. <laughs> <laughs> are they correct? Did you poke them when you had bird poop on them too? Craig, I've never been pooped on by a bird. Because I like look at, at Craig's family to see what their uh, facial expressions are like as um, they're having this conversation. Jean is just sort of watching you guys, just nodding. <laughs> Shakes her head. Really confused. Aaron just shakes his head and takes some more soup. Catherine just kind of gets a weird little smirk and goes back to eating. Oh, she's smirking! Oh, she, she's and into bird uh, poop on the eyes, Craig. <laughs> Good luck. Um, Tello walks over, picks up a bowl of soup, and just puts it right down next to you, Boz, and sits down and just starts eating. Doesn't say anything, just sits down and starts eating. There's like soft stuff in here now. <laughs> Yeah, boss, I think there is. And he just eats it. A culinary master. Yeah, it's it's very... <laughs> I don't know how the allergies are. <laughs> <What was that? sighs> Trees are different here, I guess. You guys, um, <laughs> you guys are so weird. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and boss sneezes. He doesn't cover his mouth, but he does it the other way. Oh. I'm sure okay. he covers his mouth. He's not disgusting. No, 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 it's all right. I mean, Lost Lands, who knows if that's an etiquette. Yeah, it's a um, blessing, actually, to just be sneezed on there. Um, like a cave. uh suddenly walks back out. He's still wearing his full like bone armor suit, but it's just an apron on front um, that says uh, "Bless the cleric." <laughs> and um, Bless the cleric. And he walks back out and he says, um, "So you all are leaving today, yes?" Uh, Where are we going? Yeah, we're leaving today. Are we supposed to go to that town with the? We're boat? leaving. Are we leaving today? Yeah. We have to go. Today? I just have to ration supplies, so I'm looking to low. I... We, we can... Party if you're check. staying, I just need to buy more supplies. Party check. Are we going? I think we should go. Where should we go? We are meeting our boat at the boat town uh. in the north. Oh, yeah. We have a boat. They're yeah. waiting for us with the boat. You guys look over and Ro has mashed up. She's taken one of the potatoes out of the soup. She's ground it up and she's just drawing the king's face on the table with her finger. <laughs> she goes, oh, sorry, I wasn't listening, everyone. Yeah. I whistle like I'm going to press digitate it and then I don't. Uh, it doesn't she work. goes, oh, that's my stick. Stick. Anyway. Stick. <laughs> Yo, that's my, my stick, dude. That's my stick. <laughs> hey, that's my stick. <laughs> this was club. Uh, that's a me and Zachary joke. <clears throat> <laughs> dude, Wow. Uh, wow, that was a throwback. It was the highest <laughs> I gotta reach back here to catch it. Throwback. Oh my goodness, the highest rank was first Kingsman, and then it was a movie franchise. Whoa. Wow. Taron Edgerton, you owe your whole you owe your whole career to me. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, is it Terry? I, I didn't know that's um I'm gonna can I Anyways, I'm I was doing something. Hey pause. Hey pause. 
Hey, no, me first. Hey, hey boss. I boss. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. We should go check out our boat in the boat no, that we boss, have. Can, I need to show you something in the hallway. It's very specific and very important. I do I'm you. coming too. No, I you think can't. I saw that I hallway follow. thing. I go into the boss. hallway. I, go I follow. Which okay. hallway, Craig? Over here. Pause, there's like one and hallway. And I walk out. I just wait for Craig to leave and the then room. I'm going to like follow him. I follow them sorry. too. Sorry, and guys. I say, sorry. look, I was, okay, Catherine's here. <laughs> yeah? Boston. Have sucks. you ever been married? Craig, what are you trying to tell me right now? Craig, Craig, Craig. Craig, this is not the I've place. I've missed her. <laughs> Greg, we have to go to our boat. This is such a weird place to be now. Yes, Because I like y'all. Distance makes the heart grow But fonder. I'm married to her. Do you want to stay here with her? Because you can. No. She you doesn't like me right Zach now. Zach playing out talk to her? Micah's yeah. other character sheet and slides it back in. You like, ask her on a date before we leave. But th- we're leaving tomorrow. So we should either not leave tomorrow or it's got to hey, be a quick boss. Or like today is what you had been discussing. Yeah. No, I followed. Greta did say she followed. Okay. Craig, we're, we're leaving like today or so either. All right. We all either right. got to not leave today Craig. or it's got to be a speedy date, Craig. We Look, can I wait need till the to morning. Wingman, we okay. We, okay. Listen, listen. For my wa- for Craig, my wife. Okay. Let's game plan. Like for real, okay. for serious. We have to go to this boat or we need to tell Shibagoober and the crew what's going on. I, also, the longer we stay here, the long, easier it is to find us one way or another. Um, Ro just I, suddenly walks out and goes, um, um, hey everyone, I, I was just on the, the stone call with Spigoba, and he said he's been waiting at the port for a week. Oh my oh, gosh. Oh I kind of forgot about that. Oh my gosh. But okay. he said that he's had a, a lovely time there. Um, okay. He also said that we look really good in the wanted posters. Craig, Craig, you need to go like get your wife and go on a date like right now. If you want to make a move, now's the yeah, move Yeah, I heard there's do. a good rock museum down there's the street. There's a pond... There's a pond near where we met with Tello, and um, it was really pretty. That's um, a long walk. You're right. That is like a few miles. Um, By Richard Bachman, like now Stephen have, King. I don't know. Wish we had snacks. I could light a candle, but I can only light one, and it's on my finger. I haven't learned how to do it on other things yet. I can So. I, oh. <laughs> I'm Craig, I think like you should. I think you should have an honest conversation with her and yeah. be like, hey. Like, like go not like, a date. hey, you let's go just talk. Have an yeah. yeah, when I say date, you just need to like have a yeah. conversation with her. You could do it her. in the chapel. It'd be like your wedding again. Oh my gosh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We can wait no. a few hours. No. Okay, I will have a conversation with her. Um, do you want my candle? Ro, can you press and digitate me? That's not good at whistling, but Ro is. You can do it. What's the tune? Oh, I don't like. Oh, that was good. <laughs> all right. Okay. I can't right. whistle, but okay. I'm trying to do the. Okay. The all right. Thing. All right. Um. I will get the bazorzel baz in here. What are you saying? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't smell whistle. bad. Okay. I don't know if we have enough time for. A con- do we have enough time, DM, for a conversation with Catherine? What you doing, player? Okay. So, oh wait, we don't. Do we have a twelve thing? Nah, I don't know. Anyways. We probably should finish up close by yeah. 12. So what you doing, player? Okay. I'm going to be like, kind of like gather myself. Okay. I guidance him. Get out I of slap the hallway. Him on the butt. This is, this is the... Conf- you cannot slap. I don't do that. Look, look at that. Look at that. 
It's the session. Look at that. That's okay. cool. Go that way. So I'm like, get out of the hallway so I can bring her over. You, okay, you should do you it not this. in the hallway. You should do it in the hallway. You should take her outside and sit in the sun. Yeah, take okay. it in. Me and Greta will go into the temple. Okay, okay Greta, let's go in there to the temple. You guys, you guys are like whispering in the hallway, and you just hear like two boots walking. And Tyler goes, um, he walks by and he goes, yeah, I think he was saying that he just needed to see you outside. And Catherine like walks by and she goes, um, okay, Craig, I'll be right out there. And okay. uh, she walks outside and Tyler goes, you need to get on this, man. I guidance him again, job, but this time Tyler. it's a polite, like, punch <laughs> on the shoulder. Okay. The and first one didn't land. It didn't land. No, okay. I missed. You walk out. Mm-hmm. You tread across the foyer, up the stairs, which suddenly seem much taller than they've ever been. You go outside in the sunlight, and she's just sitting out there, staring out at the down the neck. Describe how pretty she is. Yeah, I was just thinking that! <laughs> and she's I was pretty. pausing for dramatic effect, but that's fine. And she's um, pretty. Her dirty blonde, calm down. Her dirty blonde <laughs> hair contrasts against the ruddy stone all around her. And as the sun rises to about midday in the sky, it catches in her hair and it looks like gold veins. And that's what you used to compare it to, your poetry. And her squared shoulders, she's left all the heavy coats and all the practical wear behind and she's just wearing kind of like a light gray dress. Like the day you left. Her hair's just kind of flowing behind her, and she's just staring out at the Dion neck. And for two seconds, you aren't looking at her. It just feels like you're walking up to your wife again. Um. Has Boz written out things for Craig? Does I don't know. I don't understand. You need to say that to her. No, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> you're not Craig. Um. One demerit. You're lost. I walk up <laughs> to her side, and I mean, are we both staring out, or is she like? She is staring out. You can say what you're doing. Well, I woke up and I kind of join her and her like staring at Okay. She looks over at you and then looks back to the landscape. Catherine, I know that things have been rocky um, in getting here and there's a lot of things to adjust to. Uh, me and the party are going to be leaving in a few hours and when I look at her and I and like I stop looking at the landscape and I look at her and I I just look at her and say, I've missed you. And not just when you were gone, when you were here. You should stop crying. Do you want to work things out with us? Do you want to try with us? Is that something that... Craig. I was there. Where were you? your words mean anymore, Craig. I 
stand before me. I don't even recognize. And he seems amazing. But so did a man a long time ago. I'm sorry, Craig. I don't know where my tears are. I spent them all a long time ago. And I've run out of speeches. Do you? Because if you do, if that's what you want, why didn't you? confused, Craig. I, 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 I don't know. I was blind. And it wasn't... It wasn't anyone else's fault except mine. Yeah. I'm just stating the obvious. But yeah. I know my apologies can't erase history. I know that my sorries don't compare to the weight my actions did no. in the past. you, but I don't know who you are, and I don't know, I don't know if the man I miss is there or if he ever was, I know that um, it'll take time. I know that it'll take intentionality to get to know each other again. Well, I waited 20 years. I'm sure you'll figure it out. And she just uh, squeezes your hand and then turns around and walks back inside. Uh, the rest of the fun guys, Catherine just walks by you guys again and back into the mess hall. And as she's going back in, she stops suddenly. And she turns around to the whole group and she says, Um, which of you is Craig's best friend? Me. Uh, Boz. Yes. Uh, thank you for 
saving all of our lives. Please keep him around long enough to have him figure out whatever he's going to figure out. We'll be here. I will. She smiles politely and she walks by you back into the mess hall. And Teller looks around and just goes, and get their stuff. Okay, thank you. He walks in the room. And um, the fun guy's belongings are gathered. Moon, physically incapable of reading the room, walks back in and goes, "All right, I guess you are leaving." Yeah, we're we're gonna he- we're gonna head out. Um, uh, how how are they not gonna find them here? By the way, I have this place boarded. Okay. Also, I am here. Let their armies come. I trust. I believe. I once killed a hundred Kevkin soldiers in a day. Actually, it was an hour. Okay. <laughs> that is true. Do you have like a backout plan? Like if something happens, like... Yes. They... He pulls a sword out from the sheath and just... Okay. And it sets on fire. Let them come. All right. And then he whispers something and it extinguishes and he puts it back in his okay. sheath. Okay. Good. Good. I joke. I know Alondra. <laughs> You're right. You do. Okay. I'm very funny. Have a wonderful day, Boz. You too. And he walks back into the mess hall. Who would like more soup? He is the most NPC. And we will... NPC. I, I took my tanker that closes and I scooped some soup out so, with the potatoes. Yes, you did. And okay. I shut it and it sealed. And we will, um, we will cut to the fun guys like sort of congregating outside where Craig is for just a moment in the last moments of the episode. I shake Aaron's hand. Okay. I assume oh, they're out there with okay. us, right? Seeing us um, off or no? I, hey, I still want to say goodbye. I'm okay. going to go back so, and yeah, start yeah. saying, can okay. say goodbyes we're inside? Good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Okay. So you walk back in. Um, Catherine just kind of nods at you. Um, Craig, or Aaron, gets up and walks over to you and goes, um, Craig? Aaron? Shake your hand. Good luck. He sits back down. You gather that your son didn't call you dad, but yeah. And he sits back down. <laughs> I think he, he caught on to this, but he okay. didn't expect and, anything um, else. Jal just stands up and goes, um, thanks. Er, that's not her voice. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. you. No, I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, good, good luck with uh, the, the Empire and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And she, like, gives you this really weird hug. But she gives you a hug, and she kind of, like, pats you on the back a little. Mm -hmm. She stands back. You seem really great. I hope I get to know you more. I feel the same. All right. And she just uh, smiles awkwardly and sits down. Insight on if that was to get Oh, back her getting back at Aaron a little bit. Uh, like yeah, just roll the fastest inside check before okay. we wrap up. Uh, eleven. Like, did that make him just roll an advantage? It's your family. Roll an advantage. Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's a twenty-one. Oh, jeez. Oh, so, do I see Aaron like kind of tense up me? when he sees um, Joel like hugging? You me? get the feeling 
You've known her for a short time, but for just a second, it's like you see in her head for a moment, and you hear um, you hear in your head um, Old's voice say, um, "It's like it's my stories," and uh, in her head, you just feel like that was really intentional, like she likes you. Oh, okay. And she doesn't know how to say it, and it's really weird. And maybe she's worried her dad is dying. And um, as she sits back down, Aaron's got his head fully turned away. Do you see the slightest little smirk out of the side of his mouth when she says that to you? And he straightens out his face and goes back to eating soup. Okay. I take out the copy of How to Win Friends and Influence Dwarves, and I I hand it back to Aaron, and I say, Did you read it? Yeah. It's good, isn't it? I, I, don't, I don't know how to read it. Dwarven. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe if we see each other again, I could teach you to, to read it. I would love that. It's a that. great book. I could just read it to you. No, that'd be weird. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, but it's yours, so. Um, Thank you. I don't know why you... Actually, I'm realizing you took it. It's fine. Thanks for saving our lives. Uh, we, it was very fast. There were goats yeah, no, involved. No, no, no. It's, it's really... You saved it for me, and that's how we're going to look at it. I like it. Hey, like you influenced me. Uh, I don't know. Okay. It was nice yeah. to meet no, you. No, no, no. It was, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. And he just reaches out a hand. And I shake it. Oh, no. Um, he oh, the book. Closer. He goes, <laughs> oh, no, yes. He, that too, when he puts it down and he goes, you know, uh, dwarves, oh and he God. teaches you the like forum class. Oh, gotcha. Hey. And he does that. And he yeah. Goes, yep. It's nice. Craig, why down. didn't you teach that to boss? I, Goodbye, Craig's family. Goodbye. And they all say in unison. And uh, the fun guys. I don't. Oh no! Never mind. You know you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and uh, Sorry. fun guys um, head out of the temple, and then they turn into giant eagles for four days, and they're all the way in the next town, and we are just and gonna leave off with you guys. Fun at the port. guys. Boom! That's the session. <laughs> that was beefy. Okay. Um, listeners, Not like the suit. Patreon is phenomenal. Session. You should check out the website. The whole party's level nine, and uh, <gasps> life is an important adventure. <laughs> That was an excellent adventure. You're an important part of it. We hope you have a wonderful evening. Yeah. Jackie, I have something to say. we love you and miss you. Yo, Jackie, Jackie, we miss you. I have something to say. Skibbity-wop-dum-dada. 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 Bye.